my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do I'm not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The only podcast willing to take Zach Bagans on in a ghost off, regardless of how much it might make us pee. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Two Drops Hoofnagel. Ooh, nice. I'm Joel <laughs> Full Stream Kleinberger. <laughs> And we just, you know, Witches and Warlocks, me and Eric just spent the last half hour commiserating about the difficulties of life. And so we are ready to talk about something a little bit lighter. Uh, well, Joel, I have one question for you. If death has an address, what is it? It's Waverly Hills Sanatorium. <laughs> A.K.A. Zach's version of Hawaii. If death has a home address, it's Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. To me, this would be equivalent to somebody going to Maui, Hawaii. This giant bat wing building was the final residence for thousands during the tuberculosis epidemics that killed millions worldwide. Well, let's go back to an exact date, an exact time, you know what I mean? And to really look at the situation. So pumped up for this one. Thousands left here through the body chute or the death tunnel. As soon as you hear that click, there's no turning back now. I'm super fucking stoked to go to a new location because the last couple of episodes have been sort of repeats for us. Exactly. We did Rolling Hills twice because of the Paranormal Challenge. Sign up for the Patreon. And... When we had Bobby Mackey's part two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh, shit. That is so funny. <laughs> that is so good. And now we're at Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which is a, a facility that was built with the intention of housing and rehabilitating tuberculosis patients in the early 1900s. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky can fuck right off forever yeah uh for mitch for mitch mcconnell if you live in kentucky and you listen to this know that we love you but know that i will spare no tears if you and everybody in that state suddenly <laughs> burns to death <laughs> oh man leave your fried chicken and get the fuck out two words he tends to shout get out get out get out they do a thing that I kind of love is they continually use in their cutaways old footage about tuberculosis. Yes. Like that 1940s <laughs> black and white where they have like that narrator who's like X-rays we call them. The rays pass right through the body and throw a shadow picture on the film in the holder. Taking a page out of House on Haunted Hill, <laughs> if you put creepy music under that oh it, it's a good vibe uh-huh but i couldn't help but think today's message brought to you by miracle whip <laughs> exactly a accompanied by the like 1940s like trumpet boopy music where it's like tuberculosis in you 
Little Orphan Annie says, <laughs> make sure that tuberculosis doesn't get you. At the height of tuberculosis, there was people dying like every minute. The work of scientists alone cannot eliminate the deadly bacteria that cause tuberculosis. This is like quintessential Ghost Adventures shit. Where oh, yeah. Zach is coming at this whole lockdown very serious because Witches and Warlocks, it's the first time... He can't be an asshole for any reason, and he's having a really hard time dealing with it. Okay, so that's a weird that's a weird thing about this. Cause like as this episode progresses, he is constantly like, This is so sad. I can't believe mm-hmm. how sad this is. It's so heavy. And then as it as we learn it it sounds like actually a pretty real, like comfortable way to die. Fuck dying of tuberculosis, but he yeah. has gone to places where fucking children were murdered and uh, fucking tortured for many years, and he's just like, oh, oh, define deafening. This sounds like fun. And then they, here, he's like really sad all of a sudden. He's sad because he can't get go aggro. He's just like, oh, because there's no evil ghosts. Exactly. He's like in the narration booth, and he's just like, so Waverly Hills provided entertainment and relaxation and healthy food uh fresh air sunshine but a lot of people died (laughs) it's not dark death though patients were fed well-balanced meals and given plenty of rest sunshine and fresh air to help strengthen their immune systems in order to fight off the disease i don't i don't like this i don't feel good right now i don't either i have a stomach ache one of the first places he gets taken on the tour is the x-ray room and with this like massive as much gravitas as he can summon he's like think about it don't even don't just listen don't just use your ears think use your brain not your ears everyone shut the fuck up and think shut your fucking eyes aaron close your eyes don't listen think it's so aggressive for no reason and it's also super weird to have a zach looking person with his like jersey shore level of like fake tan foundation and like glossy pink lips talk about the gravity of the situation (laughs) yeah that's probably why he has to demand that you listen and think yeah (laughs) no actually think i mean just just imagine that think about that don't just hear it think about it our first witness and owner of Waverly Hills, Tina Mattingly is taking them through. This is, we've we've harped on this before, but this is just the biggest reverse Scooby-Doo ever. Like the only people they're talking to is the person who bought it to turn it into a haunted attraction and her camouflaged boys. Yeah. So all, yeah. The only talk to the owner and the tour guide. Yeah. This was the quickest reveal that like, this is part of the pyramid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pay close attention, witches and warlocks, while you're watching this episode. Count the number of Waverly Hills paranormal branding you can find being worn. By <laughs> oh, my everybody. God. I will post. I'm going to post the graphic from one of these shirts <laughs> because I, it is so fucking tacky 
and lowbrow that I just love it. For reference, are we talking about the camouflage shirt? The one with the fucking skull with fangs? And it says, I'm a Waverly Hills survivor? Yep. And it's yep. A de- like a demonic skull with fangs, like like chewing on a on a the the like signage. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's like, dude, this is where people died of tuberculosis, man. What is this fucking like insecure cop imagery? Alpha fucking camo bro. Yeah. Oh. It's disgusting. <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Tina, while Zach is all about the thoughts, she's all about the prayers. Because then she says, Ooh. think about all the prayers that were said in here. That sticks around. Isn't that a counter message to how prayers are supposed to work? Aren't you sending no, those off to God? To se- they're, supposed to se- they're supposed to send off into the sky, catch the, the, the tail of a shooting star, and then that shooting star heads over and it, and an angel catches it. That's right. And he goes, tee-hee! And then he turns <laughs> and he kisses it and he walks it up the steps to God. And... There amongst the lambs, he lays it at the feet of God and he says, I brought you a prayer. And then God says, smite them. Kill the firstborn. Make Trump president. I have no time for the prayers of these meek and weak things. Send more disease. Purge the weak. COVID-19. That stirred it up, I bet. You think? gotta just shout out uh some quick fun graffiti i'm glad to see that two notorious kentucky gangsters are repping hard out there the duo of g money and poop are repping strong (laughs) zach is just standing perfectly right next to it and you can just see g money and poop (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that sounds like b- fucking G money and poop and poop. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> With their first album, fucking cousins. Fucking cousins. If you and I ever ended up doing some like backyard wrestling slash <laughs> ICP style hip hop, we gotta be g money and poop and hey g money and poop out of kentucky if you're listening out there uh (laughs) please send us your soundcloud (laughs) yeah please send us your soundcloud we will play it here and it will be fire (laughs) so i very much want to set up a spooky slip and slide down the body chute (laughs) you know it's funny uh this is what i wrote down about that the my immediate thought where Zach is joined by the floating head of Scott Gray. Get it? Because he's wearing all camouflage. Uh, He's like discussing this dark feeling. And and Zach is like, yes, it's a 485 foot long tunnel at a 45 degree angle. Dude. Okay. You're going to have to drop the audio into this, into the episode because every (laughs) time a number needs to be said, the tour guide has to say it. A tunnel, 485 feet. 485 feet going down at a 45 degree angle. It's at a... Uh, yeah, 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 Four, yeah, 45, yeah. 45, 45, 45, 45, 45. Yeah, that's 45. what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I fucking said. And, and you know, Zach is talking about this, this long 
steep tunnel where they used to roll the caskets down to the hearse. Eric, you know me. You know I've worked a lot of service jobs in my time. Yeah. I know for a fact that, like, the low-end employees at that place... Just let them go! <laughs> that's how you could tell a person has been there for, like, six months or whatever. Like, your first couple times you're walking down the stairs with the thing. But, like, the real people there, they just, like, take a running start and just, like, fucking slide the coffin on the wheels all the way down. Just like, woo! Dude, you know, you know there was, like, some people who were, like, fucking so done with their job... And they're like, you know what? I'm not hooking this gurney up to the fucking rope pulley. Screw this shit. Just shoves him down. Bye. Someone's, la- someone's last day, he's just like, fuck it. Just push it down. Fuck it. Bye, Susan. 250 feet down, you just hear like this loud crash. <laughs> Yells down. Okay, Adam, incoming. Course, Adam, incoming. The fucking casket flies open. Fucking Susan's corpse cartwheels like 30 times and then just smashes into the back of the hearse. I quit, 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 quit. <laughs> Zach Baggins, you are now entering the death tunnel. Yes! We have to talk about a story that Zach is obsessed with because there's not enough tragedy at this place. He has to focus on the apparently true story of a nurse who hung herself yes which is what a apropos story given our current yes yes so so what happened was apparently she hung herself in her doorway so that like when the when the uh the, the elevator doors open to their floor you can just see a hanging nurse um and she yeah. did this because she had just had a botched abortion so that's that's there's two stories here oh two versions of the story okay tina tina the woman owner gives one version of the story which sounds a lot more plausible where she's like she found out she was pregnant out of wedlock and she was she was worried about the fact right society would judge yeah that shit is fucking insane this is this is the world the republicans want she was so concerned with the judgment of the community that she killed herself and then Mm -hmm. uh uh dustin mullins one of the guides and camo hat bro uh changes the story that sounds more like what you would hear at a christian bible camp about the horrors of abortion man this shit this story this story is the kind of shit that just gets clarence thomas fucking hard as diamond (laughs) just fucking just rock hard when brett kavanaugh is like hate fucking his wife in a like in a drunken haze (laughs) and he's trying to keep it up and it's starting to go down he just has to mm, think about the nurse who hung herself because yeah of a botched abortion or because she was pregnant just just break his way through if you can't tell this uh episode is coming out uh very soon after the roe versus wade decision uh from the christo fascist nazis on the supreme court so if you support that uh and you are listening to this podcast please stop yeah please stop listening (laughs) we don't need you listening don't at us and if you do support us uh wrap your car around a tree somewhere yeah. please. 
abort yourself. We damn right I'm coming for more. And speaking of Zach and his uh, treatment for women, there's one more very important moment that Zach tries to capture because again, he can't be aggro. So he has to be emo. <laughs> the opposite. On the wall outside of a room, there is a hastily printed Word document with a, a picture of a woman uh, named Lois Higgs. And this is a photo memorializing that she did, she died of tuberculosis there at the age of 28 in 1956. Yeah. And he looks and he's like, wait a minute. She's kind of hot. She's dead. He's just feeling something. He's feeling drawn so drawn he has to take this memorial and just rip it off the wall yeah yeah he just takes takes this that was so funny i mean it is just taped up but it is pretty funny the way he just peels it off the wall walks over to the windowsill and he's like this is where she was sitting just like this and he sits on the windowsill and he's like i can extra feel it now because i'm right where she was that's the only photo we see like that so i feel like they printed it for this show yeah, they're like, wait, can we find like a relative, just like a very pretty woman? Listen, Tina, we're we're cool, right? I need to get off at some point tonight, so I need I need to know that there's a, a hot ghost babe. <laughs> no, I I'm imagining it's it's like it's a it's a producer from the Travel Channel who's like, listen, listen, uh, he's. I'm terrified of Zach. You need to put up some like hot babes or something. There's got to be a Zach fixer who just like calls ahead. It's like, okay, listen, Zach's got some quirks to put it lightly. <laughs> and if he touches you, no, he didn't. Just back away slowly. Uh, make make a, a defensive noise that usually is enough to get him off of you. Now there you was one good night. piece of bait. You are, I mean, oh, I don't mean. It's a powerful moment. It's a powerful shot. Like they're doing it right. It's building the mood. And then it's immediately ruined by the most insane cutaway of the camera being run at like oh. five times speed through the hallways yes. with coughing sounds. And it ends on a person in a wheelchair going like. Yes. Yeah. It's a dolly shot. It's a dolly shot at, ex at in fast forward into a coughing man's mouth. Just yeah, and they do the fucking like noise modulation. It's like morning radio DJ stuff. It's like we have this fart sound. Make it sound like the fart is like driving by really quick and then coming back. <laughs> You just built this moment and you punctuate it with. Like, what the fuck oh, are you doing? So beautiful, dude. So beautiful. Don't talk to me. I'm on my popcorn break. Oh, hey. By the way, Joel. So there's a point where um, uh, when Scott is walking around with his stupid camo shirt on, um, I paused it and I was able to see the phone number and I called it. <laughs> yeah. And it is disconnected. Uh, but it's definitely still in 
Louisville, the operator voice, she's like, if you feel you've reached this message in era, <laughs> an era, please check your number and try again. It is very Louisville. It's very funny. If you're from one of the liberal elite states, go ahead and just toss yourself right into that coastline ocean that you love so much. Why don't you take take your last shot of adrenochrome and then you <laughs> shoot yourself? Oh, that's right. You don't have any guns. Well, speaking of uh, doing adrenochrome, we have one last witness to really talk about, Ooh, and that is Mike Flickner. Uh, Mike Flickner. Yeah. I was going to say, what the fuck did his ancestors do to get that name? What is that? What is that? What is that uh, vocation? What is a what is a Flickner do? Flickner the Elder is just gallivanting along the German countryside, just flicking people's nipples and running away. He's just flicking people on the tip of the nose, and he's like, "I am a Flickner." Wee! <laughs> Oh, yes, the king has sent me to make sure everybody is in a wrecked state. I have a message from the king. A quick flick. Flickner, away! <laughs> it's shocking that his genes survived to this day, because many Flickners were killed the instant they walked into any town. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, World War One and World War Two were just decimated the Flickners. They, they tried to flick their way... <laughs> out of their foxholes and it was not okay it didn't that is an untold story about the you know subterfuge battle against adolf hitler is they sent a flickner just to get him right on his tiny little mustache they sent they sent the wrong guy as an assassin (laughs) they sent a flickner and he got close he got close enough he got close enough to hitler and he's like he's like i could stab him i could shoot him but I'm going to bring glory to the Flickner name. And he just <laughs> turned and gave him a little flick on the nose. <laughs> yeah, and then was immediately gunned down by machine gun fire. That was, a, that, that was a Kissinger move. He was like, yes, we will, we will humiliate Hitler by having the Flickner flick his little nose. He will not know what to do after that. That's by Henry Kissinger, wow. I guess. Yeah. And uh, that, that's Kissinger? <laughs> Yeah, Heimlich, Heimlich Kissinger, more like. <laughs> oh well, the Heimlich maneuver might be needed oh. if we have to talk about Mike Flickner. Your, your crossovers, Joel. Your your connection bits are just keeping this thing alive. <laughs> Without the glue of your in betweens, this 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 whole thing would fall apart. As as the editor, yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of being forever alone. (laughs) This, I mean, he's not forever alone because he's got a friend in himself on the outside because Mike Flickner tells the boys about the doppelganger. Doppelganger. Which is the dumbest thread through this episode. I'd have not, not only in the cutaways of showing two Mike Flickners, one of which is holding a spooky ass. Has a hatchet! <laughs> Suddenly has a hatchet. It's so funny because it's it flick he like Flickner flicks into place. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly uh the Flickner axe flicks into place. And he's got a little axe. And, and you know he was so stoked to shoot that scene. 
they were like they're like no oh, yeah. like like we're gonna do like the, all these shots of you like with your doppelganger like you're gonna be here and then your doppelganger's gonna have a fucking axe and Nick was like yeah man hatchet man whoop whoop Mike Flicker is like you speak the ancient tongue <laughs> the Flickners and the Juggalos go back generations <laughs> the, <laughs> the, Shaggy Two Dopes original last name is Flickner. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is a great universe that we're building. This is a great story. Yeah, Mike Flickner tells tells us this wild story about leading a ghost hunt, and a couple people say that he came up to them and was mean, and he was on a different floor, and therefore it must be a doppelganger, which sounds like the dumbest shit. It's also, like, a great way to deflect a bad review. These people were like, yo, you were like a terrible, terrible guide. And he's like, what? I wasn't even there. And they're like, what? It was a doppelganger. I feel like this moment typifies why Ghost Adventures is so successful as a show. The boys are interacting with the concept of the doppelganger and like, you know, they start riffing. Like, Nick's like, how do we know you're not the... How do you know you're the real Oh, Zach? my God! This scene is so good! It's amazing, because Zach, like, gets right in the camera. It's like, flip that around, let me see. Maybe I... And then, like... And then he starts, like, moving his mouth around. He's like, wait a minute, I don't do that. And then he, like, does a Marilyn Manson, like, head movement at the camera. <laughs> and it's just, like... The enduring charm of this era of Ghost Adventures is, like, no matter what, these three fucking idiots are unabashedly themselves. Yes. And it's really hard. It's really hard not to laugh at them, but it's also really hard not to love them for being so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I love the next bit of lore that Flickner gives because he talks about the entity, the creeper. Well, the creeper is another type of shadow entity. It usually walks out a door, but it seems like it'll fall to the floor on all fours and it just crawls. Now we've seen it crawl on a ceiling before. You know, Zach has consistently through this episode asked us to think, not just listen, but think. And I thought the mix of the doppelganger and the creeper, all that all that made me think about is Aaron rounding the corner and then seeing himself from behind. Oh my god. His arms like crack forward and, and he just scuttles up the wall. As he's hanging from the ceiling, his head spins around and he's got the big fish mouth. He's yeah, just like, the grouper mouth. Jesus Christ, I'm not going to sleep tonight. That is so scary. <laughs> that would be so scary. Oh, my God. This is, like, this is the kind of setup that you set up for, like, um, a movie, like 13 Ghosts or something, you know, where it's like, you got the yeah. creeper. You got the fucking, you got a, a, a little kid named Timmy. And you have, you have the doppelganger. This is an aside, but like, I'm kind of pissed off all about all these child ghosts having cute kid names. Like not every fucking kid is named like Timmy or Johnny or Billy. Like some are named like Bryce. <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> There's like biblical names. There's going to be like z fucking like Zebedee and shit like that. Or Ezekiel. <laughs> 
little Zebediah, Jebediah. Yeah, Zebediah, Jebediah, whatever fucking diet. It's not always going to be like, oh, I'm Timmy the Child. It's going to be like, yeah, I'm Horace. <laughs> I fucking had to work in a mine. My name is Horace. Scott Gray, our camo-wearing uh, aficionado of the spirits, takes them to the OR room where he talks about getting punched in the back. Yeah, and they show the video of him getting punched, and it's just him standing up from his seat. But the, the video they show has, like, well, sounds like spooky music added in. <laughs> like, were they making their own ghost adventures? And Probably. It doesn't sound like after-the-fact music. It sounds like they got scared and then somebody hit play in the mic for the music. It's Mike and Scott in the operating room. That's like the shit I used to do. I remember one time I got, I got, I bought a CD. Um, no, let's be serious. I had my mom buy me a CD, um, of the, of scary, scary music from movies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you played this for me one yes! time. <laughs> and, and like my favorites were always like from like alien three or something. But I would play these scary songs off of a, a C, like a CD player while filming my friends. I'd have to, you know, like start and stop the CD player at the same time as the camcorder to make scary movies. That's what this fucking sounds like. And then they're talking about this and they hear a noise from down the hallway. Well, well it's like Zach is lis listening to this story and suddenly he like hears something and turns and he's like, uh oh. Like, gotta do his fast, fast shark fin moves. And he goes down the hall, and they, they're hearing stuff, and he starts EVP recording. Middle of the day! Middle of the day EVP. Yeah, which is, like, I, I had this moment of, like, uh-oh, is this the moment that Zach is going to sell out and start doing, like, product placement <laughs> yeah, in Ghost of... <laughs> goes, give me a break. Listen. We're, we're here out of respect. We're here to give you a break. Give you a break. Break you off a piece of this Kit Kat bar. <laughs> we're here out of respect for our sponsor, McDonald's. And on this EVP, we caught... Ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> this is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. One of my favorite little subtle uh, shitting on Aaron moments is Zach, like, checks with his boys. He does a ready check. He's like, Aaron, are you excited? Expecting Aaron, based on the look on his face, to be like, oh, I'm scared. His typical beta reaction. But Aaron is like, yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be. And then he gets immediately cut off as Zach just talks over him. He's like, Nick, are you excited? <laughs> and then... In pure Nick fashion, uh, says, and I'm going to try and do my Nick impression here with the same level of enthusiasm as he musters for how excited he is. I couldn't uh, be um, more happier to be locked in here. <laughs> 
Oh, Nick, what's wrong, buddy? I know. It's with all the enthusiasm of someone at a corporate retreat who is being filmed for a video about the company and he knows he has to play along or else he's going to get his ass chewed out on Monday. Or, or, they, or like if, or if he, he like he punctuated like every every word with a little sniffle <laughs> like, he, like, like he had just been chewed out like right before filming it. Yeah, I can't couldn't be like just like more like excited for for this uh this lockdown. Aaron, are you my friend ready for this lockdown? I am, man. This are you be awesome. I couldn't be uh more happier to be locked in here. I feel really really sad, man. I'm so used to Zach taunting um or like bringing out one of his characters like the newbie guard. Mm -hmm. But now he just he's like He's like, we're here to bring comfort to these ghosts. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? No. Okay. If you died of tuberculosis in the 1920s, the last thing that's going to bring you comfort are these goth ass fucking rodeo yeah. clowns. Like maybe a little levity, like some levity for your dead unfortunate soul and especially not for our uh our dead woman that zach already is a little bit too obsessed with oh lois higgs mm, 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 mm. zach just felt something he just felt the need to leave flowers it's just pretty typical that zach is just immediately trying to get up in that ghost puss right away it's just some zach shit that's just some like hashtag hashtag just, just zach things you know film me right now i'm just gonna like i'm gonna put down some some flowers for uh for lois here because uh she's pretty hot and uh you know if i if i'm trying to get a little cuddle later listen uh i'm a pretty deep and emotional person and i just felt this connection with this smoking piece of 28 year old ass from the past why don't you like men great thing about this lockdown uh aaron introduces a brand new very annoying gadget <laughs> yeah the rem pod yeah it's the don't touch me gadget magic everywhere in this bitch is this just the fucking Melmeter, but a pod? What's the fucking difference? It's like a, it's like a shitty theremin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you put it on the ground. There's an antenna. If you get your hand near it, it goes, Eah! it just squeals horribly. Are you standing right here? Zach spends so much time just yelling at this fucking squealing device on the floor. He immediately thinks it's the nurse. He's like, hello, are you the nurse? I'm sorry that you died because of what happened. Can we comfort you? Can you hold my hand? And they, they talk about how they could feel the presence of a spirit. And like, Zach is just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, she's nice. Oh yeah, she wants to play. It's good. Oh yeah, you like playing with that, don't you? He's talking like he's talking to a like a violent child. Yeah, and he's like needs to calm down. A fed up preschool 
teacher is kind of like how his vibe is. It's like, okay, now come over here. Please come over here. Please come to me. Right here. Right here, T- Timmy. Here. Do you see my hand? Can you come and hold my hand away from where you are? Please? No hitting. <laughs> they get an EVP that says, remember me. Okay, hold up, though, because I was not expecting that to be so good. That's a running theme through this episode, is there's some pretty fucking fire EVPs. This starts a cascade of the most distinctive, like, impressive EVPs in an episode maybe ever. Exactly. Like, the Remember Me is so clear and it sounds like a voice yeah it doesn't sound like someone's like scraping their feet or anything because usually it's like a whisper so it so it could be a rustling it could be a rumbling tummy it could be someone scooting their feet but then when it's got intonation when it's got vocal cord sound and it sounds like a fucking child that shit's scary as fuck. And that's still giving me chills, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. That's still giving me chills. Out of context, a lot of what these men are yelling in the darkness, if you're not, like, looking at them, hearing these men's talk to what they think is a female ghost and saying things like, good job, you're touching it. You're touching the top. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit weird. It's so funny. When Zach is pulling out his preschool teacher, like, okay, Timmy, come take my hand. Move away from... Snack time is over. We're not pulling hair. We're not pu- We're not pulling hair. Look at me. <laughs> eyes, eyes, eyes. Eyes here. Eyes up here. Look at me. Quiet coyote. Quiet coyote. Quiet coyote. Are you holding the talking stick? You're not holding the talking <laughs> stick. I'm holding the talking stick, so that's when I get to talk. Zach tries to uh, get this spirit to hold his hand, and then we get one of the best EVPs they've ever fucking got in That Would Be Evil. <laughs> the next, he, he's walking around, and he feels something touch his ankle, which could be his big-ass, wide, billowy pant legs, but whatever. <laughs> his fucking jinkos. He gets the EVP that says... Keep on dragging from the bad drugs we took. And it's so good. Mm-hmm. This might be my one of my favorite EVPs of all time. Like, it's not super clear that that's what it said. But there are certain words in there that are so crisp and perfectly clear. And it's so obviously a voice. It's like, dude, it, okay, here's my, here's my, here's my, uh, I put my skeptic fedora on. Mm-hmm. You're, you have put your thumb on your cantana and clicked it out of its sheath, ready to be drawn. Yeah, there's like a, sh- you can see the shine of the metal. Just, just a glint, a small glint. I'm just, just threatening enough. I'm not saying, I'm not going to go as far to say that the whole show is bullshit, but... If they are picking up these voices and it's not ghosts, then it's got to be some sort of fucking interference mm-hmm. because it's so clearly not these guys. And witches and warlocks, like, if you listen, 
to the EVPs in these shows. Like, 90% of them, but they think our voices are, just sound like... And then they fucking say that those are words. Yeah. Like, it might not say exactly keep on dragging from the bad drugs we took. The staticky sounds don't sound like just short little things like they sound like words being formed by a voice which is what's super impressive about it so i am clicking my katana back in and i am taking my my fedora off and putting it back on its stand i'm brushing a little bit of dust off of the side and leaving (laughs) it closing the cabinet on uh on skepticism and we're back well i will put on my fedora hat Uh oh oh no it's got a feather in it. <laughs> there is a feather in my fedora hat. Uh, and I will say that Zach's assumption of what happened to him in this uh, situation is wacky. That a patient ghost was crawling on the ground like some kind of monster and grabbed his leg. <laughs> it's like they gave us some bad drugs, man. My fedora is not on because of the EVP. My fedora is directed specifically at Zach for the most stretched wide premise he could come up with for that EVP. Like, yeah. that is... It is your Jinko jeans flapping against your ankle. It wasn't a spirit going like, the drugs, let me hold your foot. <laughs> uh, Zach's having a flashback to one of the raves he went to. <laughs> Someone was like, God, dude, do you have any water, man? Oh, what the fu- What do you want from me? The spirits here like low sticks? Yes, they do. Do they want us to play techno music too? I would say try anything. Yeah. yeah. Try it. Yeah, try anything. The ghost Next scene, they go to the morgue. And Nick gets to take revenge. Jack flexes. He's just like, it's my turn. And he, he fucking jumps on the, the, the slab to get put into this non-ceiling morgue. You fucking <laughs> coward. Yeah, yeah so the, the, the fucking body cooler doesn't have a door on it anymore unlike what they did to nick well maybe maybe the fucking people who own it took them off because it's an osha violation to have a ceiling door where some teenager could get trapped and die in there maybe g money or poop died in- <laughs> <laughs> tita cam comes in one morning and there's just like they <laughs> She just opens it. She's been gone on vacation for like two weeks and just opens it up to like a desiccated corpse. <laughs> well, we kept getting these calls from somebody who calls himself G Money, but he just kept asking where his poop was. So we thought it was a fucking prank call. He kept saying his poop was in our freezer. Ah. At the funeral, you could just see poop, just like a single tear. Like, don't worry, bro. You're at the dark carnival now. Don't worry. I'm on my way. (laughs) 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 So speaking about feeling that MCL whoop, whoop energy, fucking Nick and Aaron lick each other on the face. They're so excited that Zach is being left alone. It's great. They snicker as they walk. Yeah. Little goblins. They get to like have their moment. Aaron looks at the camera. It's like, yeah, he's getting left alone. (laughs) Hey, Max, Lara. Man, they should have fucking milked that a lot harder. 
I mean, like, that moment, they should have just been like, oh, you fucking stupid baby, cry, baby. Eric, you know the problem is, though, like, Zach would actually cry, and it would be weird. It'd be awkward for everybody. Well, yeah, because obviously he has, his Adderall has worn off because he goes deep into a melancholy hole. (laughs) That's so true, because he, the only thing that happens to him directly is he gets a little sweepy. Zachy, little Zachy boy gets sweepy, and he's like, oh, (laughs) I'm feeling so sweepy in here. Ooh, ooh. and ooh. <laughs> yeah, I consider myself to be a great weeaboo warrior. <laughs> yeah. He can't shut up about how sweepy he is as he's just like, oh, I feel like there's bodies on top of me. Yeah. And then it's another absolute. Oh, my God. Absolute. Oh, my God. It, it says, apparently you're not going to make it. And again, it sounds like a fucking child. Yes, and it's so fucking scary. I get, ooh, I get, like, fucking tingles up the back of my neck just thinking about that shit. Yeah. Fucking, you're not gonna make it, little kid voice. That is out of a, like, straight out of horror. Yeah, exactly. That is when the creeper should descend from the ceiling and scuttle into the fucking thing. Oh, my God, yeah. You see in the background, you just see... This thing's just like crawling into the back of the fucking freezer. Oh. <laughs> and then Zach just gets pulled in. Something grabbed my ankles and gave me a little tug. They come back to get Zach, and Aaron smells says it smells like chili, and Zach gets real defensive. Yeah, oh, he's clearly been farting because he's been <laughs> left alone. <laughs> he's been left alone finally, and he's like, oh, I'm, fe- I'm feeling kind of shitty. Maybe I should mm, squeak one out a little. One thing that will make you feel lethargic is eating too much down-home southern chili, Zach Bagans. It smells like chili in here. Smells like chili? Yeah. Do you smell it? Huh? Doesn't that smell like chili? Smells like death. What's wrong with you? Mmm, Kentucky. I'm just gonna take a nap here. Oh, I'm feeling like a a hot country day in my belly. Oh, boy, all that cornbread is warming (laughs) up in there. He's been been ripping ass. But it's like those silent, deadly ones. Just those, like it's like a the the poot ones, or just like, but it's enough to just murder a man. I get a nasty whiff of something putrid, even through my mask. And you know, Zach comes back from commercial, and he's really phoning his questions in because he can't yell at the ghosts. So he's doing like Nick level questions. Like, do you have tuberculosis? Are you in pain? Can you tell me what year it is? What's the implication there, Zach? Do ghosts have fucking calendars? Or they're like, oh, we're in 2010. How exciting to be in this new year. Like, are they fucking keeping track of that shit? Well, see, that's the weird thing, right? Like, like if they're aware of what year it actually is, then they're aware of how much time has passed. And they're probably aware that they're dead. Yeah, right. So what then? Like, there's no crossing over. Yeah. Right? Isn't it isn't it that you you have to not know you're dead? The ghosts knowing that it's 2010 is really fucking suspect. Fedora on katana Uh-oh. fully Ooh. extended. Oh that, no. 
That does not say 2010. That's Aaron accidentally touching the mic. It sucks. That's nothing. I have slashed across this bit of evidence and say denied. <laughs> Black screen. Shing, shing, shing. <laughs> <laughs> the freeze frame where it says 2010 gets sliced in two. There's a flash of white light and then both sides start sliding away each other. And the blood sprays yeah. out of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> the next bit they go up to the surgical suite which is really boring because they get one evp that says good luck tonight and they're like yeah, yeah. it was obviously yeah. the presence of a kindred spirit so, like, <laughs> so we know who that is it's the ghost of g money who uh, died in that I, I i think poop died I'm pretty sure poop. it was poop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's poop. Witches and warlocks, write us at come fight me in the dark at gmail.com. Who died? G money or poop? <laughs> Who did we say died in the freezer? Was it G money or poop? Well, well, uh, I said poop died, and then you you turned it into G money died, um, and you know what? I'm fine with either. Do you know what this means though, right? G money was never there in the first place it was only poop g money was poop's doppelganger oh my poop is doppelganger poop no poop yeah. is g money g money it's is poop, poop. <laughs> it's poop no and this whole time poop was just such a down ass juggalo <laughs> that g money was like Dude. yeah I might be your doppelganger, but I could hang with you. <laughs> You'd have to respect. You know how fucking dangerous a thug rapper is who goes by just poop? <laughs> you have any idea how dangerous that fucker is? Poop has killed 30 Yo, people. Yo, Poop has fucking slashed some fuckers. Back in the hood of Kentucky, if Poop came by, you know that you're getting held down and shit on. That's why his <laughs> name is Poop. G-Money, G-Money might be, like, might be posing. Poop? Absolutely not. When you face Poop in a rap battle and you will lose, <laughs> he will shit in your mouth. <laughs> He, he he doesn't beatbox. He sharts loudly. <laughs> he's a he's a fartist. He, yeah, he he turns around and just and then he raps to it. Oh my god! Two microphones, one for his ass, one for his mouth. But the microphone that's at his ass just it's it's a one off. It's ruined every time. <laughs> Yeah, they have to throw it away. No, they sell it. They sell it on eBay for a lot of money. It, his gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. Oh, no. That's too... Yeah, that... Now that is some fucking bling. Those are... <laughs> those are gotta... Those have gotta be so expensive. The gold oh. beryllium subtle energy microphone. That was used by Poop in the rap battle of 2010. It still smells like shit, dude fucking martin screlly bought all of the subtle energy microphones <laughs> yeah martin screlly has a smelling room where he just whips <laughs> all of poops mics i love that the through line of this episode is gonna be g money and poop yeah. it's whatever the, the title is it has to have in brackets with g money and poop <laughs> 
featuring featuring G-Money and Poop (laughs) remix oh fuck yes well they get you know they get good luck which is obviously the spirit of of poop calling out from the astral plane with his boy his doppelganger Mm, G-Money astral plane (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yes like a little potty humor before we get locked in they cut to the fucking doppelganger like Aaron they they start splitting up and Aaron is like bro I thought I saw a shadow that was you that's that's it (laughs) well well it's also very it's such a great Aaron moment because they cut to him and he's like he's like I thought I saw him and he goes the doppelganger and he does the big g- g- gaping mouth, and he's like, "What?" And then Aaron goes, "The, the, the doppel guy, the, the doppel, doppel guy? gang guy, the doppel gang guy," and it just sounds like Steve Brule. Yeah. <laughs> when you go down the hallway with when there's lots of ghosts, you want to be ready with your full full spectrum camera, and you, you might run into the doppel guy, and that's not gonna be fun. You're you gonna might die. See somebody you think he's your friend, and then it's not your friend; it's you. And what are you gonna do when you see you? Well, you, you can't. You can't even hug yourself. You're, <laughs> it's gonna kill you. That's what the doppelganger. The doppelganger, huh? The doppelganger guy. I'm Dr. Steve Brule for your health. Have some. They split up, and Aaron is talking about how it feels like he's walking down towards Creepsville, and they get again. This one could be an owl because it's just general scream, but. Dude, but it is loud and scary as fuck. Dude. That last one really, I think like two drops of pee came out on that one for sure. The the scream, it sounds like a man doing an impression of a dog. Like it is some werewolf ass shit. Skinwalker. yeah, for real. Skinwalker, creeper, whatever. I like that that is a scary noise and if he only peed two drops, mm-hmm. good on him because I would have shit two turds and then fucking run. Especially if I heard the next EVP as he's as he's talking about his dribbling ween, he he again another child voice and it does sound like a petulant asshole child being like, "So what?" Yeah, but it's perfect. Oh, God, it is. And it that one's that class A, oh, my God, hear everything. The intonation's there. Sounds like a kid. It's scary yeah. as fuck. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be an episode of Ghost Adventures if there wasn't some shaming of Aaron Goodwin. Aaron, yeah. Go down to that end. Tap me, tap me, you're spread out. No, no, no. Dude, dude, dude. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Alright, I'm serious. Okay, seriously, listen to you. Look at me again. Look at me again. Go all the way. Let's go. Just someone saying that. Obviously. Well, a minute ago, two people were trying to see you guys over here. You're the bait. We're just washing our bait right now to see if it gets nibbled on. See your bobber going up and down. We're really back in. I feel like there must have been some HR conversations <laughs> between Aaron and Zach 
about how Zach has to actually treat his employees like people because like Zach is pulling out some HR lingo where he's like, yes, no, no, I do hear you. I seriously am hearing you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I am hearing what you're saying, but I don't give a fuck. And then Zach furious at having to consider Aaron's emotions (laughs) on camera. They're saying he's not Aaron. He's bait. He's just their bait on their string, and they're watching the bobber ready for him to catch something. Yeah, he's a chum bucket. Chum bucket. Chum bucket bait boy featuring (laughs) G-Money and Poop. (laughs) G-Money and Poop featuring chum bucket bait (laughs) boy. Chum bucket bucket bait bait boy. Dude, chum bucket bait boy is a great down-ass juggalo name. Holy shit. (laughs) Like at the end of Creepville right now. Spectral camera gets a little Dude, something something. Does not disappoint. Again, why isn't this fucking thing used in every episode? I don't care. I want to see the fun evidence, regardless of the fact if it's weird and fake. And this is like some really good full body like shadow figure Yeah. Movement. It comes from down the hall. And then it like runs to one side of the hall and then back and then keeps coming towards us and then like darts through a doorway. It's so fucking good. And inexplicably, for no reason, they take it to the American Paranormal Research Association. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They just like found some random kids and they're like, hey, uh, can you like tell us if this is this looks good? Zach is like. You know, these people are professionals with photography, so that's why we take them. It's like, okay, so what? Because they take pictures, they know what pictures contain better than, like, what? Bridget's like, well, I, I photographed, like, three weddings, but, like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh... Like, bitch, you have cameras, too. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. This episode was such, uh, like, like the last two have been, were, were great, but they were also not original for us. This was original, it was new, and it was like, it just was a giver. Yeah. It just gave and gave and gave. You know, we can have our fedoras on and our katanas unsheathed about the fact that this is a reverse Scooby-Doo and... Obviously, some of their EVPs are them running their fingers over their mics because they're dumb and they don't know they don't have their spatial <laughs> but awareness. Most of them, most of those EVPs, no. Yeah, it's, it's voices. This is probably the best evidence episode. Like this is this has better evidence than Bobby Mackey's. Yeah, I think this episode's great. I think you're in agreement. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's time. It's, t- it's time to challenge. Is it time to challenge Zach Bagans to come find us in the dark? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to yeah. come fuck it. Yeah, come fight us in the dark, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> this is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Despite his gallivanting around this hospital and playing tough to the camera, mocking the concept of the doppelganger. I think he is truly afraid of the notion of running into himself 
to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The title of this challenge is Zach Bagan's Ghosts of Future Pasts. And I want to set up a Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon-esque mirror room challenge where, you know, at first Zach is like, okay, okay, it's just me. I just see reflections of me. I'm in a mirror room. But then suddenly things start changing. What's that, Zach? It's you from 2004 wearing a flannel shirt with no product in your hair? No! 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 What's that? It's 2012, Zach, with the fucking evil patch on your Kingdom Hearts jacket with your sideburn swoops? Is this the Zach multiverse? We are creating the illusion of all of Zach's past selves. He thinks they're all doppelgangers. And then he turns around and he sees us dressed... (laughs) With his current face mask. And he (laughs) pees more than just two drops. He pees enough that it makes his legs too itchy to run. Okay, Joel. Yes. I think that's brilliant. I do believe that this current Zack might be the strongest of all Zacks. Mm -hmm. This might be peak Zack. So... In order to take him down a notch, I'm going to need to make sure that this is the lethargic Zack. I, for my challenge, am going to let (laughs) (laughs) G-Money... I'm going to let G-Money and Poop both know. (laughs) I'm going to tell them both where Zack is is keeping all his Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, that's going to lead to them both inviting all their homies uh, to break into Zach's home, trash (laughs) the place, poop the place, and take all his Adderall. And also probably record some sick tracks in his dungeon slash music studio. They're going to use up all his fucking, all his equipment, He's going to show up to this this challenge fucking sad as shit. First, house is ruined. Second, he's out of fucking Adderall. He's a sad boy. But you know what? You know what's worse? What? Fucking G-Money and Poop are released in that fucking area fully torqued on so much Adderall. <laughs> Ready to release their own disc track against Zach Bagans. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 they're not released. No, no, no. They get the PA system. Yeah. Zach is in the house of mirrors. It's Zach in a fucking carnival of mirrors against himself at his worst state, but the soundtrack, that's all G Money and Poop. If there's ever been. A dark carnival. This is it. (laughs) Oh, no. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Witches and Warlocks, coming up next time, it is a episode that weighs 
heavily in Eric and I's consciousness. This is the one. One of the most incredible episodes of Ghost Adventures ever in terms of unfortunate Zack interactions. They're going to the Stanley Hotel, a.k.a. the Shining Hotel. We learned too much about Zack in this one. Too much. We can't turn back from the Zack after we learn this. Oh, God. I fast-forwarded to where he's talking to the girl. No, don't. Don't. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Don't. Wishes of Warlocks. Just let it happen. (laughs) You are going to have to join us because it's about to go off the fucking chain. And Eric... Hey, I love you. I love you. G-Money and Poop, big ups. G-Money and Poop. That's us, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. (laughs) All right. Bye, Witches and Warlocks. Love you. Bye. All right, all you Witches and Warlocks out there. Thank you so much for listening. Eric and I, we really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and iTunes by searching Come Fight Me in the Dark or at CFMITD. You can check out our Patreon for exclusive bonus content like our continued Paranormal Challenge series. Come fight me in the dark after dark for all the stuff that's too hot for the pod. And new skits, and that's at CFMITD as well. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com with any questions, stories, and fan art. We, We love hearing from you. So thank you so much for listening, and have a good night.